Podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Witless Watchman, back at your service. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire Book Club. What are we doing today, Matt? Hey, you know what? Um, the other day, I did a ranking of the Song of Ice and Fire oh. books. You and I did that, and I posted it kind of as a short slash TikTok. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun using this website over here, Tier Maker. Okay. Uh huh. Yep. So, uh, what we're going to do here, as is you and I are going to collectively, since there's only one uh, thing here, yeah. what we're going to do is we are going to do a ranking of the POV characters. Okay. Now, I, just clicked the, I just clicked on the first one here, so I don't think it has every single POV character. I think it's like the one who actually have chapters. Right. You know, because I guess like sometimes in the prologue, you have like a one-off character or, um, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're sort of just going to, um, I don't know, you know, figure it out, come together, create some sort of a, you know, a little, little ranking or, or, or something here right. of, right. uh, what we think. Okay. I like that. Cause yeah, we're going to have to discuss sort of, you know, things that happen and, and those, those bigger moments and who has the bigger reveals, you know, where's more stuff going down. Right. Yeah. yeah, so this isn't so this isn't I mean in some ways it will be who is our our favorite character I suppose. A little bit, yeah, for sure. Um but it's it's more centered around the idea of the POV chapters, right? The POV characters as presenters of the story. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. So like for me, I think you know when we get into it some characters like well really it's like let's say Sansa for example. Right. Well, Sansa as a POV character is a little different than Sansa as a character because she appears in a lot of Arya chapters. She actually herself doesn't have that many POV chapters, right? So you kind of got to look at it, kind of got to look at it like that. Right. So let's start with Bran. So oh. <laughs> the categories here are the goats, hype, <laughs> solid, meh, and oh, not another one. Okay. Oh God. Okay. So, which is the same as sort of saying like A, B, C, D, F. Uh, if you want to go down that or S, you know, do the, right. do the 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 good old S tier. Um. So, where do you rank Bran? Because I think you and I are going to have to. We'll kind of average it out and see yeah. what we right. Because it's not like we're me, it, we're not we're not presenting each our own and then combining right. it. We're we're doing this together. Yeah, like like if, if you had one that you're like, dude, for me, this is like hard hardcore. I this is one of my favorites. I gotta put it here. We're going with that. Right. If I got one of those, we'll we'll do the same. So a little give and take. Um, because for me, I've always felt like Bran was super important. You know, what I mean, he's one of those, he's in the upper two tiers for me, right? Oh, well, I have uh, Bran. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, yeah. Because all the stuff, all, all the like that's the that's the big sort of story. I think that you're, you're following like a lot of different, um, I really, it's like towards the end of his, like where we're currently at with brand is huge. I've been hyper-focused on that for years in our podcast. And so I've always felt like they're at the cave with blood Raven, all that kind of stuff. To me, it was like, I don't know, man, he's, 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 he's what it all started with. You know, it's just this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, and we can rank it. Once we get them in their tiers, we can rank them. We'll rank them again is where we think. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead because I agree with you. For me, Bran's got to go into the GOAT and he could almost end up being number one mm -hmm. because his chapters start to finish are like some of the, uh, they are like, he's, 
in all honesty, he might end up being my number one POV character when we get when we get through this thing because for starters, the the first chapter of the whole thing is Bran, and it's this cool story of him seeing his father have to put a man to the sword, right? Right. right. Then yep. he gets pushed out the window. Then we get, um, you know, Bran becoming having the weird dreams that like set everything up. Then you kind of go back to him like being a young boy and now he's a cripple and that like having to deal with that, like his whole life has just changed. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Then you, then you keep going further and you, you, you get the stuff where he's now like the one in charge of Winterfell and he goes on this like grand adventure. I mean, it sucks as he's crippled and he gets attached to a tree and it's like, you know, it's not very good. <laughs> um, to say the least. But uh, one of the other things I love about Bran's chapter is he and uh, is it he and John have those chapters where they're like mm, yeah. right ne right ne right next to each other. Right. Right. Um, the only negative I can give to Bran as a POV character is he's literally not in an entire book. That's true. That's true. And I would even say uh, there there's when they're on their way to the wall before they have that nice crossover thing. There's like one or two chapters where it's kind of like it's a little bit like, OK, Jojen. We, we kind of get it, right. but you're still getting really good information, valuable information from like a weird Jojen character who's seeing stuff and teaching. Right. So, yeah. 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 So comparatively, though, because we're only comparing these against the other POV characters, yeah. but simply as as a POV character, brands like top. He's like top three for me. Right. Yeah, because there's so many big reveals. It's it's so many uh, cool things with the dreams and, and things that tie into other stuff. He's he's extremely important. So you're right. I think when we get to the end, yeah, we kind of we'll we'll see. We'll look at the goats and we'll see. Hey, we move yeah. Then we'll we'll yeah. maneuver we'll maneuver people around inside the tears. So I'm just gonna pick at random here. Yeah. Um. So let's go. We'll go with Catelyn Stark, Catelyn Tully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to start on this one? Yeah, I'll go. Um, for me, I've probably got her. Um, so as a POV character, right? Um, let me th let me think about this. You know, it's cool because you get to see her. She leaves Winterfell. She's on the road. Um, she abducts Tyrion and sort of kicks this whole thing off. She goes all the way down to King's Landing and meet with Ned. Then you get a you basically get all of Rob Stark's arc told through her she's there when uh melisandre uses the shadow baby to kill renly so i mean like a lot of big stuff as a pov character happens with catelyn um you know so like some of it's hard not to i guess tie some of their actual character against them in this sort of realm um the my 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 one complaint about Catelyn chapters is when where we're at right now in the book, where she's like just literally sitting around River Run and we're like watching Hoster Tully die. Uh, like yeah. there def there definitely are some of these chapters where it really it's kind of I mean, it's thankfully it's at the beginning of the book, but it's it's kind of forgettable to be honest. Mm -hmm. And actually, I think Catelyn as a character gets lost in a lot of her chapters because even though she's the POV character. The focus rarely um, is actually on her. Like the big takeaway it, of her capturing Tyrion is like Tyrion. <laughs> the big focus for a yeah. lot of her other chapters are Rob. Like we're we're actually paying more attention to Rob. 
So for me, Catelyn as a POV, just as a, as a POV character, as a story, seeing the story through her eyes, she's probably in the solid range for me. Yeah, I'm with you on on yeah. Somewhere right in the middle is is a th- which yeah, would be over. like which would be like a C tier, A B C. Yeah, I mean because like you said, it's there is valuable valuable information that comes out, but it is like so many of them. You've really got to wait. You've got to wait for those big climactic moments in the first couple books where something really big comes out um, on through her point of view. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's mostly like John, and then you're learning about Renly and Stannis, and then Tyrion and stuff, and then the Red Wedding, and you know, so. yeah, a lot of a lot of the stories never really Catelyn. It, yeah, it's right. It's 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 shifted around. Okay, so you right. your agreement. So solid yeah. tier, solid or C, I guess if you want to say that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, those of you guys listening, we have a we have a we're on YouTube here. We've got a, a list where we're going to move stuff around. Um, okay. So let's um, let's make some people angry here. Oh, uh, let's do Theon. <laughs> um, okay, so for Theon, you know, this is this is where he said sometimes things bleed in where you're like, all right, I don't necessarily like Theon, and I always kind of it's like you get that Iron Island stuff, and every time we've come up, it's come up in our reread. I've just been like, God, Jimmy, Christmas, like, what are we doing back with another? Like, can we can we move on? Can we how 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 like, right. when can we get past this? Right. It's not until I mean, I think there's a point where 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 Reek becomes more um, interesting. Yeah. And, and right. like and you're like, wait, who is this guy? What's going on? And, and it starts to there's more intrigue because of all of the abuses and the and the, the torment stuff that this guy's going through. To where it does go, it's almost hard to kind of read, like because of how gruesome and stuff it is. And then it's also obscure a little bit in that you have to, when whenever those chapters start, you have to remember where the heck is he at? What are the Boltons trying to do? And and where where is he? You have to kind of get your mind uh, squared away as to where where he's at. Going down to Moat Kalen at one point and and stuff. So it's just, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of these chapters. I mean. There's like a cool part. There's some cool wins a winner chat. Like I'm not think we're not counting those right. necessarily. So otherwise I would say he's towards the bottom for me. Whoa. See, I think, um, I, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, here's the interesting thing is I actually think as I actually think I would rank Theon as a POV character higher than I actually rank him as in terms of me generally liking him as a character. Yeah. I would probably have Theon, in the back half of solid um, just because he, he, some of his, you know, you do like the, the first few chapters um, I do where he's on the ship and he's going to the iron islands. I feel like actually like it's a, it's a cool change of pace. Um, It does feel distant from the rest of it, but I don't know. I, I do. I think as a POV, it's it's a nice it's a nice breath of breath of fresh air just a little bit, even though I'm like kind of bored by uh, the Iron Island stuff. I think it's because we know what's going to happen. Like we like, you know, we're rereading this right now. But I think if you were reading it for the first time, you would be like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Like you're going to go see this other part of the world. Right. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Well, so so, and when I said towards bottom, I was thinking more like the meh, kind of like the the second yeah. to last. So if we want to go, you know, latter half of solid, that's also cool because there, I, as you look at the other point of views, you're like, so, some of them are going to be bottom tier. The, right? Yeah, and Theon does have some cool theories, some deeper theories that pop up. Right. Um, and I actually, I think, I think by the time it's done, he'll probably move up to like the middle or high end of solid. Now, if it ends up going like the show. And we get like a Night King chapter with him or something like that, then he could move way up. But as it stands right now, I feel like I feel like you're you're at, you're somewhere in May. I'm somewhere in like the back half of solid. So I think we can we can settle there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, let's move on here. Let's do um, let's do Jamie. Wow. Okay. Uh, that I think I know for a lot of people, this is going to be, and I feel like with you too, maybe like, it's going to be one of those upper tier, um, yeah. Categories because he's a character we hate in the big, I hated him. I was like, get this guy out of here. Now, again, I mean, it's also, there's some of the show that leaks in some of this too. Like we're so influenced by so many different things. We've got to like really narrow down to what's happening in the book. And cause I love the, the actor, by the way, I just want to throw that in there, but the, the, his arc though man it like he he goes through all of these different things and the reveal the the dripping of information right. about his you know the 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 vows the the um that he took as as a kingsguard member his relationship with Brienne how that's evolving how he's moving away from Cersei and loyalty to family this guy's torn in so many different directions trying to make do and make the right decision but also being really pragmatic he just grows on you the entire time by the time he goes back to king's landing and he starts to say i want a better king's guard i want to to really straighten this out like you're like let's go you're behind him so i don't know i feel like upper upper two there for me and a lot of people have him as as one of the goats right i'm just i'm just i'm just double checking here to make sure because remember yeah. jamie is somebody who appears in other people's chapters so mm-hmm. like the mo- like the moment when when Jamie finds out about okay is Jamie finds out that Cersei's been sleeping around that's a Tyrion chapter. That's true. So this is these are POV chapters. So like it's not necessarily their character and it's also what's told in their story. So for me I would probably have Jamie in hype. I know a lot of people probably have him in the goat uh tier. But he doesn't have a POV chapter until the third book. And and even though, like, Jamie 1 is one of my favorite chapters ever, um, if not, like, the, the reason I love A Storm of Swords because you just get this, this shift. Some of Jamie's story... Uh, after like in a dance with dragons and you know once you once you once he you're just like kind of wandering around the riverlands again and i don't know i just can't kind of like oh yeah 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 Yeah. it's it's, you can tell it's sort of heating up like it's going somewhere um right but but yeah it's sort of like what is he doing out there he's just he's at the siege and it's not yeah so you're like oh okay cool yeah and some of his moments actually happen in other people's chapters right like when he attacks ned stark that's obviously in a ned chapter uh so that's kind of that's kind of where i ding him just a little bit and then a lot of a lot of the cool stuff of him as the kingslayer right in the that's catlin chapters that's not jamie um that's not a jamie pov chapter so i have jamie in probably the hype tier Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Oh, wrong thing. Uh, 
but yeah, I think I think he just misses the ghost because he one doesn't have one for me anyway. I mean, I think where, where are you at? Probably just yeah. Right. Well, and now that you said so, so you brought that. That's a really good point. Like the first two books, don't we learn about Jamie kind of through other other characters? He doesn't have right? a chapter. Right. He doesn't have a chapter. Right. Yeah. So it's like okay, that's a good point because Tyrion. First of all, talk about goat tier. We'll get well, there yeah. later. But like, yeah, I mean, we'll that's, yeah, all the all the freaking that's that's where you do get kind of. Uh, where I get lost sometimes, it's like, oh yeah, that was a Tyrion chapter where that information right. is is dropped and stuff. Some cool stuff happening. So I'm with you on hype. I mean, that's and then we can argue about you know at the end, is it you know at, towards the front of hype or maybe back right. into goat? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, continuing on here, let's do. Uh, you know, we'll do Arya. Okay. Here. Okay. So I, for me, I think I think um. The positives for Arya, I think, are just so strong because she has a she has, a, she has a chapters in all the books. You get tons of amazing storylines with her, and you know when you're starting, it's like her running around, getting meeting with John. You get Needle, um, uh, her. Uh, let me see here. I just want to make sure I get this right because I'm looking at this. Mm-hmm. See, in a Game of Thrones, Sansa has. Okay, actually, Sansa has more chapters than Arya in a Game of Thrones, okay. but in a Clash of Kings, it's like totally um, no. So that's one where they kind of appear, you know, quite a bit. Like Sansa appears a lot in Tyrion chapters, so right. like that's one of these things that that sort of dings her. But then Arya really kind of moves on, and her story is pretty much isolated, where mm-hmm. she's she's not, she's not really appearing in other people's chapters. So for me, I almost got to put her in the goat because she travels literally all over the place. You get so much development and world building in her chapters. I mean, I mean, we get Sirio Pharrell. You get training with him. You go and meet Jack and Hagar. Then we're on the road with the Hound. Then we go to Bravos. I mean, it's like it's like all over the place. You get mysticism. You get there's so much stuff. Arya for me has got to be goat tier. Yeah, I'm cool with that because also like the last several, like the last two books. I mean, she's there's so like you said, so much is happening in Bravos, and you're totally right. There's actually a shift in terms of the let's see, Clash of Kings. She's got ten chapters versus Sansa having eight. You know, I mean, she starts right. to kind, of, and then as you said, she was in a lot of those Sansa chapters to begin with, but both and, of them, and, in, and, in, yeah, in a Game of Thrones for sure, right. yeah. Um, yeah. And so she's our she's our eyes and ears in Heron Hall. She's our eyes and ears on the road with the Hound, at the end of the cross. I mean, so much. So, right. Um, and then when we're done, we'll sort of maneuver some stuff around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's let's move on here. Um, let's do Davos. Davos. Wow. So I mean, okay. So in in for me, like like in a Dance with Dragons, all the stuff that like, I think it was you got four chapters there. Um, right. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty cool stuff. De- de- dealing with the Manderleys and then kind of all the negotiating for Stannis and stuff. And just along the way, he is somebody who is sort of, um, I don't know, like he's the heart of like, if you like Stannis and you sort of like, like he, he, it's, it's a different, I mean, we're not with the leader. We're not really with Stannis. We're, we're, we're with his right hand man, you know, and it's, it's cool the way that you get that perspective where he's almost kind of bringing, um, I don't know, a different, a whole different perspective. And he's bringing Stannis down. Like he's, he's, he's in conflict with Melisandre who has powers and stuff. Right. And then he's just this smuggler 
You know, like, I don't know. He's such a likable guy. I don't know. How many chapters does he have? Let me see here. Total, not very many. In all honesty, right. he probably has. So he doesn't have any in a Game of Thrones. In a Clash of Kings, Davos has. What, two um, no, he, a, or, uh, in a Clash of Kings, yeah, he has three. Um, a Storm of Swords, he has seven. Which is okay. his biggest? I think. I think his biggest. He has none in a feast for crows. Okay. So, and then he's. Um, I was doing a quick glance here, just trying to remember it off the top of my head, and, and looking at the thing. And then yeah, he has. Uh, how many does he have? He's got at least. He's got at least three or four in. Uh, yeah, dance, it looks it, like it, he has four. And he has four in a dance of dragons. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So for me, I I can't rank Davos any higher than solid, only because one. The, the few chapters he do have he does have every single one is like crazy important and like big because I mean we see I mean think about what we see with Davos his struggles with Melisandre we see Melisandre with the shadow baby kill Renly we get the Battle of the Blackwater then you know by the end of it he's going to the meet with the Manderleys. I mean, right. they're all huge chapters, but there's just only like a handful of them spread across five books, and he's he doesn't even have chapters in two of the books. Yeah. Yeah, good point. So yeah, that, that that does kind of pamper him when he's that's that's where I ding him. Like Jamie, Jamie is the same boat, but Jamie also has a lot more chapters in those three books. And like there are, you know, Davos is like has a fraction of them. So I can I can only the only as for me, I could only go I could only go up to solid for Davos. Where that's where cool. are you at? That's cool. I mean, I was gonna have him, you know, I, I was leaning towards back end of hype or uh somewhere and so like in solid i, I would have i'd have him at least above theon but maybe not above catlin cat you know? we'll come back we'll come back yeah. to that okay yeah. continuing on here um ned stark holy god so <clears throat> i mean <laughs> one for, book <laughs> this is where though for as few that you get i mean it's tough i i for me, even though there's just one book, I feel well, like well, to be to be fair though, he has 14 chat no, he has 15 chapters. Okay. Okay. That's that's in a one, lot. In and one in one book out of 73. So I'll do the math here, but that's I mean, what is it? Uh 15 divided by 73. That's 20% of that book is Ned Stark. Not including again, well, these are POV ch chapters. Right. But if you view Catlin chapters and all those other things, him as a character, sure, he is like he's pretty much in the whole like the whole book's pretty much about him. So, right. Yeah. Becoming Hand of the King. I mean, this is the whole setup. So for me, it can't be lower than solid to be even though, no. you know what I'm saying? Right. So he's got to be at least in hype. And if somebody said, hey, guys, you're crazy, he should be a goat. I wouldn't argue with him. You know what I mean? Like I would I wouldn't argue. Uh, so for me right now, I guess. You know, I, I would say he's at strong hype. You know, he's at the front end of hype. So that's me being. I, I I think I think even though I'm dinging some other people, I think there's and I'll, I'll I'll explain why. For me, I think he's sort of in the back half of goat tier. Okay. Um, just because for me, he's back half of goat tier just because. While he does only appear in one book, he appears in the first book and everything we see is like the setup for the entire series in his chapters. 
um, as well as he literally carries the first book. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's not just it's not like like Jamie has like you know a block of chapters here, a few here, a few here. Like some of these characters, like Bran, isn't even in one book. But so like some of these characters, as we get to some of the secondary characters, like we just did Davos, he's like spread out. Like he has a, like a chapter here. You don't see him for a while. Ned Stark literally is like every other chapter of a Game of Thrones. I mean, so I, and I'm sure if you go look at the page count, because some chapters are longer than others, I'm sure he's over 20 percent of of that book in terms of pages. Yeah, but you're right. You know, the only other I mean, God, as far as just solid chapters, the only other person who has. 15 in a book is Tyrion, I think. Right. So, you know, again, yeah, he, he full on carries that book, which I think. So, yeah. So for me, I would have Ned Stark back half of Goat. Not going to argue at all. Okay. Let's go. All right. Continuing on here. Um, let's do Melisandre. So <laughs> as a POV character, Melisandre, I think, only has chapters in what? Dance of Dragons? And I think she only has like two or three. Let's see here. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, she has one. Does she only have one POV chapter? Yeah, she might. Yeah, I'm just looking here. Yeah, I think I think so. She's because you've got the John, you've got some John chapters where um where she's at, right? The up, up, up at the wall. Yeah, and, stuff, and so. then obviously Davos chapters and stuff like that. But I think as a yeah. POV character, I believe she has one chapter. And then, of course, she's going to have some Winds of Winter chapters. That's sort of been hinted at by George. Right. So here's the thing. I, you know, all, lots of cool stuff happens in other, in other points of view. But your whole, you know, the whole premise of this is as a point of view, there's just one. And I don't know, you know, that it's M Melisandre gets a lot of stuff wrong. Okay. She right. gets a lot of stuff wrong and she's misinterpreting. She's not reading those flames. Right. I know people love her. I love her too. But and that is um, what, that is what her, her chapter is about. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that point of view. What, what is it again? Is that where she's, uh, so that's where she's, she's in her chambers looking into the fire to see her vision. She sees Stannis. She sees I staring back at her. You know, um, this is where um, she's like know, Bran. She's, she's nervous uh, about John. She's yeah. She's thinking about you know the glamour of Mance Raider. Right, right, right. So I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely a cool chapter, and she does probably see Bran slash Blood Raven's eyes through the right through the fires. But it is only it is only one chapter, and it's sort of a look behind the curtain. It's a quick peek behind the curtain. So it's like, does that one chapter have enough power though to kind of you know put it in the, in the second to bottom tier the Mm, okay we need we well, need more you know yeah the final one is ugh, not another one that would imply like i hate oh that gotcha person's. gotcha i could that, that would, yeah. yes yeah sorry um so this would be that, the meh meh tier it's actually a cool chapter but it is only one so yeah i feel I, like you know this is a song of ice of fire we're talking about so this right. isn't a, this isn't an attack on her care as a character it no. is just as a uh thing here okay so um continuing on here let's do let's do uh does damper damper has has chapters so that would be a wit let me check here is that um, uh is that is that he is right because this that's where you get to that's in a dance dragons right it's like one of the ones where you have like the, they're the named chapters 
Okay. Does yeah. Okay. Yeah. The. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Greyjoy, yeah, younger brother of Balin, is it? Yeah, the drowned yeah, god. Yeah. Okay, two oh, chapters. Chapter. So this says he has two, I guess, in Feast for Crows. It says he's got, um, yeah. Oh yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yep, and they're in the middle. They're in the middle of um. That's like yeah. That's like that's when they're doing like King's Moot and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Again, those got kind of boring to me. I mean, honestly. There's so many names and they're they're world building, right? It's it's all about just building this stuff up. I get that it's setting up um Euron Greyjoy, and that's gonna be a big deal and everything later on because we're looking at the, you know, who's next up, what what do we do after Balon? Uh I just don't really think they're very fun. I don't know. I they're to me, they're bogged down with a lot of names, a lot of houses from that region, which is good for that region and and important, but yeah, yeah. I just put them in the bottom tier. Yeah, because no, guess because no. I'm we're, I'm not even that interested. So can yeah, somebody's got to be bottom tier, and that's where he's now. That's yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh. Continuing on here, Ario Hota. Okay, Hota. So, um, that would be that's a, that's a late. That's he's one uh, chapter in a Dance with Dragons, right? Yes. Um, yes. I've always liked him as a character. I'm not so sure that, like he's around for a lot of what's going on with with the martels and the, and the plotting and all that kind of stuff but i mean he's present at the feast where where sir balon swan of the king's guard shows up uh prince door and i don't know if that's exactly that i think that is that that one point of view chapter that he has there and right and dance is what i'm thinking of so i don't know i mean they're still just kind of scheming and setting up stuff there i i don't i know like the, the stuff with um I'm trying to remember what what is that? What chapter is that? Uh, the name of it. I mean, it's like another one of the I always the Dance of Dragons chapters. I always have to go back and look. The Watcher. You've got. Let's see. He's in the one or the Queen Maker. Let me see. I think you're right because the Queen's Guard is. There's, there's also let's see chapter two Captain Cause, of cause the Guard because all of the yeah because all of the Barristan chapters are also like that type of a thing too. Yeah, let me go look here. Uh yeah, I think he's no, it's yeah. uh sorry, it's a feast, it's a feast for crows. Yeah, it's the captain. the captain of the guards, yeah. Right. So he's at the water gardens there, and he's it's it's when um I mean really they're talking about everything that's going on with like Lady Nim Dorn and, and Dorn, yeah. yeah. So really again, just kind of setting up their cool character, but I don't know in his point of view as a POV. Right. right. Yeah, he so gets he a, gets he gets bottom tier. Somebody somebody's got to. Yeah, somebody's gonna sit there. All right, here, all right, here we go. Continuing on here, Barristan Selmy. So Barristan Selmy again. He has chapters. He has he has a handful of chapters, but they're all called like you know different things. He doesn't have direct. I don't think he has. I don't think there's direct Barristan chapters. Um, it's like the Queen's Guard. Um, and I, then I think what's this, is that the Queen's Prize? No, that's not it. Um, but I, yeah, I know the Queen's Guard is one. Yeah, he's got a couple here. Um, yeah, what are they? Is it the Merchant's Man? No, that's Quentin Martell. Uh, let's see the target now. Uh, the Spurned Suitor. He's is that a dance chapter sixty? I don't know if that's the Wayward. No, the Wayward Blade is is an Asha one. I always see. This is the thing. This is what ticks me off. Yeah, is that they're is that they're called? Uh, they're all called different things. I gotta go through and I gotta look. Uh, yeah, let me no. see here. 
Oh, there is good God. So she's, I forgot. Only... That... Well, I mean, there's, I, I just, cause I just looked up one where he was mentioned in and it's a, it's a Quentin Martell one. That was the right. Yeah. He's a, yeah. They're, they're in a lot. They're in a lot of these. Um, yeah. So the Queens. So yes, yeah, so he might only have two. He might have the Queens hand. No, well, this is the easier way to do it. She, I'm done. Uh, no. So he has a handful. So he has the Queens guard, the discarded knight, the King breaker, the Queens hand. And then there is one in winds of winter. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, for me, I'm probably going to have Barristan as um, the thing though, is actually, I just, it was a good thing. I pulled, pulled through that just because, a lot of the stories that Barristan tells in his chapters are the ones about like Rhaegar and stuff like that. Like if I had been a better knight and stuff like that. So they end up actually sort of serving as Daenerys chapters, just sort right. of like a different, a different POV, which does help Daenerys. Um, because like the, my biggest, my cr only criticism of Daenerys chapters is that early on, it feels so out of place because it's like the only thing happening pretty much outside of Westeros. Like John is on the wall and we're dealing with, it feels like that should be its own thing, but it feels way less separate than Daenerys. Who's like completely over in Essos. So I've probably, I've probably got Barristan high end of meh. Yeah. yeah you, as a POV character. Right. You're right. Cause there's the point where I mean, he's talking about Prince Rhaegar and his love for Lyanna and thousands died for it. And all he talks about the, the black fires a little bit. And, and he kind of, he kind of gives her some history and helps her kind of know a bit more about what went down. Really? You know what I mean? He's more of a, a storyteller and fill in the gap for Daenerys. It's almost like he's a companion. His point of views are, are companion to her. You know, right. I mean, yes. So they're really there to help kind of, and the interesting part is that he was we we all the reader know what he went through and where he was at with those other characters. So for him to have internal thoughts about, hey, I wasn't maybe the best night on that particular day and stuff like that makes us go like, well, what was really going on there? That's why we have theories about it. So I'm with you. I mean, it's like it's just there to, to help her understand Targaryen lore. And right. You know, yeah. So it, it's probably going to get cooler in once winter. He could he could he could move up. Right. Um, all right. We're going to let's keep knocking out some of the some of the people who we know are sort of lower, uh, lower tier uh, here. So um, let's do John Connington. Who John Connington himself doesn't actually have that many chapters. Um, yeah. Um, he's well. he's another one of those characters. Well, really, John Connington is in a lot of Tyrion chapters. Um, let's see. He's in, he has two chapters. Yeah. The, the exiled, he Lord. has, or the lost Lord and the Griffin reborn. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, his, his first, his first chapter is sort of a backstory talking about the battle of the bells, the Sony Sap, So like Robert's rebellion stuff. Um, and then you, this is where you kind of get like his plan of what the deal. And then we find out he has grayscale. Then you go to the uh, Griffin reborn. He's been infected with grayscale. Um, he's landed at Cape wrath and Westeros. Right. Right. Uh, and then, you know, we're going to be moving to, uh, they implant, they plan on uh, taking storm's end. Right. I, you know, again, he's, he provides a lot of um, 
context and understanding about like this other subplot that's going on with young Griffin and everything and what happened with Rhaegar and, and more tying back into Robert's rebellion and maybe Targaryens who might be loyal to either Danny right. or young Griff. But other than that, I mean, I want more. Yeah. Right. More. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. There's only two chapters. So it's just hard. It's hard. So we have them in the math category, right? Which would be the D category. Um, for the people listening on the podcast, cause they can't see it. Um, yeah, it's it's not that his chapters are bad or anything. It's just hard. It's hard to ranking. It, it's hard. I can't, there's no way I could put them above say Theon mm -hmm. with two, with two chapters, no matter how cool they are. Right. Um. Okay. Uh. Continuing on, let's do uh Victorian Greyjoy. Oh, Victorian Greyjoy. Um. Uh. Let me think. You know, here's there's another. Here's another guy who has some really cool chapter. Yeah. <laughs> who has some yeah. really cool stuff, but doesn't have very many. Obviously, you know, you get get him and. Euron's back and forth, and then his arm, you know, gets all jacked up. Right, right. He's got those guys blowing on the horn there at the end, trying to figure all that out. I mean, there's some mystery on his ships as he's approaching uh, Daenerys, changing his mind, saying, hey, I'm going to actually just see if she wants to marry me. <laughs> like, right. Uh, so it's all, all cool and interesting that you've got, like, dragon binder and, and magical elements. So... Uh, part of me wants to lean towards, like, a little bit more solid than just meh but at the same time there's not enough of them really right to... i would have him i would have him above john connington but below bears and sell me yep okay yep yeah like it so he's still in the meh he's still in the meh tier um so let me there we go okay uh continuing on here um let's go to let's do young griff uh, young griff you know, I mean, those were very. How many? Um, let's let's. They, go, those gonna, are very. I'm gonna go look. Very interesting in. Because I I, I don't I, know it, I don't know how many I don't know how many chapters he actually has. Had, right, because I was thinking like when it when Tyrion is is talking and sees his temper tantrum and has the whole Septa Lamore stuff going down and they're going down the river. Um, that's that's really I, neat. But but I think that's a Tyrion chapter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is a Tyrion chapter. Yeah. Um, so like I said, he has cool moments, but I, I don't really remember exactly which, um, which chapter he had or, or where I know I'm looking, I'm looking for it now. Um, does, yeah. is this thing wrong? Does he actually have one? What is, what is his chapter? Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you've got the, uh, you've got the, um, the stuff with, uh, John Connington. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but those are John Connington, John yeah. Connington chapters. Yeah, let me see here. Yeah. Point of view. His his chapter is it's gonna be one. It's probably gonna be one of those named ones. Yeah, I'm just really hate. Yeah. Why did he make him a point of view? Yeah, honestly, does he have a point of view? Honestly, I can't remember. I'm looking here. Um, yeah, we have to come back to that one. I can, I can, I can look it up. Maybe here, this, but... maybe this, maybe this, maybe this list, maybe this list is wrong. Yeah. Let's see. No, see, I think this list is wrong. I don't think he does. Good lord! In that, in that, in that. And, then, and if he does, like, it's probably one of those names. Like, I, I honestly can't remember. 
Because isn't there a let me think here? No, and and when the winds winter leak chapters, I, I haven't read them all, but I um, or you know what? Maybe this is maybe this picture is the picture so small. Which is that is? supposed to be Ar- Is that supposed to be um, Ariane Martel or Quentin? That's what I mean. I think it's supposed to be Quentin Martel. Okay, that makes. Okay. I was like, because I, I was, I knew Quentin Martel does have cha- uh, a few chapters. They don't end well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's who it is. Actually, I think I was just blind there because these are just these are just profile pictures. For those of you guys listening that. You know, it's on this tier maker website where they just do it all for you. As soon as you um, said it, I started makes... rolling through. I was like, I was like, uh, where? I know. Where I was like, young or... Griff. I was like, does young? I was like, does he have one? No, yeah, you're right. It's all Tyrion. Okay, so uh, Quentin Martell, right? Obviously, he has this chapter where he basically gets uh, to- roasted by a dragon trying to go proclaim gets, himself yeah. to be. He gets toasted, buddy. I mean, he's he tries, you know, poor Quentin, right? He goes in there and and so I mean the cool thing is like some theories come out of that where people think, oh, it's, I mean, they're not even they're not very good theory. There is no real good theory with him. Someone think some people think he's the tattered prince and that he's he's still alive, he's out doing his thing, but his his whole arc is I know. Can we even put him in the ad, not another one? Because he doesn't we know he's not getting one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess if we got one, we'd be like, oh geez, seriously. <laughs> You know. Okay. All right. Continuing on. Uh, Ariane Martel. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I've I've actually always liked that that plot. You know where um the, the Dorn plot. Yeah, and just, and just where she's trying to, to uh, with with Marcella, the whole idea that you can put a a woman on the throne and that in Dorn they kind of support that idea. I think that's that's pretty neat. And then later on, I mean, this is the the crazy thing is where I know we're not talking really winds of winter chapters, but. Some of her more intriguing chapters, more of the the intriguing winds of winter chapters, were her and her going and seeking out young Griff and trying to make an alliance because we sort of know what happens to Quentin. We know that didn't work out, and to hear her kind of reflect on, hmm, you know, Dad seemed to kind of support him over me, and now I'm like the second sort of like the afterthought. But we know like he's dead, and you're really all he's got. It's it's a it's yeah. it's weird because of the context of the other stuff. But right now, I don't really know that it's something that has dropped yeah. a lot of. Big bomb. I mean, she is. Yeah, I mean, so right. So the the two official chapters are a feast for crows, the queen maker, and then um, the princess in the princess in the tower. If you don't include winds of winter, because we don't mm-hmm. know if those have all been been changed. Um, it's just kind of a lot of planning. Uh, you do you do get some of the door and backstory what the what the plan is going to be, but right, um, you know they they begin. You know she's planning on telling Marcel that hey we're going to crown we're going to crown Marcella. So. Yeah, fortunately, not really sort of a lot happens in those chapters, just sort of setting stuff up. So for me, I'm well, I want more, but I'm going to have her in the meh category. Yeah, that's so what I mean. yeah. Well, we're going to get more in Winds of Winter, and I think she could she in theory could move up. But again, I hold the solid tier pretty good because I mean, I can't say that Ariane Martel could is going to mm-hmm. eclipse Catelyn Stark. I mean, there's no I mean, that's a, I mean, that's quite a bit. Um. Yeah. Okay, Asha Greyjoy. Same thing. She's got a lot where there are all sorts of name other all sorts of name chapters. Yeah. Um hmm. she does try to go rescue Theon. That does not go very well. Right, right. Yeah. And what's weird is say sometimes it's it's tough for me to go back through and think about all the individual uh point of view chapters because as I, as her chapters. Right, yeah. Just like I did with with uh with the young Griff, I'm thinking, you know, we know the stories and we know their plots, but 
to remember where who it's being told by, which is something you've always brought up. It's super important. Anyway, you know, because she again, it sort of feels a lot like her uncle in that right. it, you're just getting a lot more of the names and understanding that region. And right. Yeah. Her first chapter, the Kraken's daughter, um, you know, she's at the 10 towers, right? We're getting ready to do the King's moot. Um, then she has, then she's in the wayward blade, which is, um, uh, the way the word blade is in a dance with dragons. Um, you know, they're just sort of wandering around. They're in deep wood mott, like not really sort of a lot happens. Uh, you get to the King's prize. Stannis host as far as deep wood ma asha's chain and carried in the back of a baggage train um santa means to bring her to winterfell to show off the kraken's daughter as his captive you know mm -hmm. she bent her knee at deep wood mott um let me see yeah. she was moving on we have the sacrifice which is her final one where she's just a chat uh she's a uh prisoner of stannis okay yeah to me I, i'm not real not real impressed with with uh, a lot of her i don't know just not i don't know it was into like somewhere in the middle or upper i guess of meh tier okay yeah yeah um okay who do we have here is it who's the other martell uh that has chat that has chapters doran martell doran martell uh let me see here let me look at the thing you're clicking on this one right here that one there um oh hold on a second is that um what's his name the king is that a kingsguard member no who is that guy uh let me just look through here god dang you at dances dragons i know all the named all the named characters here let's just continue looking victorian greyjoy john connington quentin martell who we already covered yeah yeah quentin no because I feel like that's where, you know, that's, that's, uh, is that Ariane in? No, um, you know what? Doesn't, oh God, let me think here. Maybe that's, um, doesn't somebody have a chapter in which Arya kills them? Eris Oakart. That's right. That's so. Yeah. It's supposed to, that, so the girl leaning on him though is is Ariana, right? I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because they they kind of have like um, like yes. a little bit of love. And so, what is that chapter called though? Is it is it a? It is. It is one chapter. That's right. The soiled night. It's in a feast for crow. So yeah. that's not so, what I was thinking. Oh, soiled night. I was like, I was looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was. I was thinking. I was thinking too. No. I was thinking. Does Ari have? Does there a chapter? No. Um. Let's see. Right, Aries Okar has one right has one chapter slipping through the shadows of Sunspear during the uh, rendezvous with Princess Ariane. Aries Okar considers how unlikely it is for an Okar to even be in Dorne. You just get sort of a backstory of him. He feels dishonored himself enough. He doesn't want to dishonor her. Right um, after their passion is is sort of done, um, the conversation uh, moves. They talk about Kristen Cole a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Ariane reminds Aris that in Dorne, the eldest child rules. So they're sort of just doing some plotting. Right. Um, and that's really about it. That's it. Yeah, he's he's down there. Isn't that so, crazy that he's just got like the one, though, you know, and it's like. Right. So it's like so it's like that. 
that should have been an Ariane chapter, and then she could move a little, maybe a little higher. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, continuing on here. Now we're into the big hitters. Nothing, nothing but the big hitters left. Brienne. Yeah. Okay. So I've always liked, and again, you get some. So if I say something that's like some Jamie, some some Brienne. Right. I mean, they're cool. Like they're they're uh, some overlap with some other characters when she gets to King's Landing. I think that's really interesting. The fact that she. I remember when I was reading and I was like, she's not going to get out of there. You know, like she's not going to ever, ever leave. But then right. she goes on this whole arc searching for Sansa comes across hedge knights. And she really feels like, and it's kind of interesting that, that she's related to uh, Duncan, the tall, right? Because it feels right. like she's just on this quest with her squire. Um, and she's, she's out there looking for um, Sansa, a maiden. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it, uh, it definitely yeah. solid or higher. You know, yeah, I would, I would say, I would say, I'm gonna say somewhere in solid, probably above Davos, just because she has quite a bit more than Davos. Yeah. Um, she also is unfortunately some of the big events of her chapters, uh, are other people's events, right? Or like sometimes she's a character in somebody else's POV chapter, like when Renly dies and she's there. Well, that you know, that's. Catlin, that's a Catlin chapter. So, yeah, I'm gonna have I'd have her somewhere sort of in the so, in solid, probably just behind Catlin above, uh, above Davos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, um, Cersei. Here's the thing: I think those chapters, what you know, King's Landing, the uh, battle that's right. going on at at a uh, uh, Black Blackwater Bay. I think. She adds a really interesting perspective just in terms of what, like you, you, you right. hate her so and you she, love her, you know. So she, so she doesn't have a POV chapter until I think a feast for crows. So that's yeah, right. So that's kind of the thing is really well, so that, right. It's a Sansa that, thing at the Battle of the Blackwater. That's right. Sansa and she's in, obviously she's in Sansa, Tyrion, Ned, Jamie chapters all the way up to. It's so um, crazy, Matt, because she's actually talking to Sansa. Right. It really. Cersei talks I probably more than Sansa does in that chapter right. about what they're going to do and everything until Sansa, you know, like at the very end. But that's crazy, man. That's that is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I would actually have so I would have her, even though she appears in one less book as a POV character than Jamie, I would have her above Jamie. I would have her. I would have her because she's she, even, the problem is as a POV character is for this for this particular thing is that she doesn't appear until the last two books um but if we can give ned stark i mean i gotta know he carries literally a book on his on his shoulders without a head towards the at the end um but um i would say she is like the top of hype uh going into going into goat tier but i would i would ding her a little bit only because she appears in only because she appears in two books now towards the end of the thing once once we get wins of winter and she has a lot more chapters she's probably going to move up into goat here because then she'll be in at least three books yeah wh where do you wh where do you have her at right now at uh, the top hype. of hype it's which hype. is like okay. which is b which is b which is which is cool considering this i want i want people listening and watching to think about this again did you i mean most people probably did know that like that's fascinating to me i'm looking back over all the different chapters or whatever because she's just so right. prevalent 
in in the first three, it's just that's crazy. It's like Tywin Lannister doesn't have a POV. James Joffrey doesn't have a POV. A lot of these characters don't have. Right. But I love the Cersei POVs because you get so much of her like inside her mind and everything. They're yeah. awesome. I actually do think it was smart by George to not have her be a POV character until when he did. Um, because then then you get a player off much more as a villain and it's not until joffrey and her father have been killed mm -hmm. and and jamie is like off and away now and then Tyrion has escaped where you really start to see her and like see the paranoia and everything so like her pov chapters are like clutch chapters by george but i it's just hard for me when she only has i don't know how many chapters she has um Let's see. Feast for Crows, Cersei has 10. And then in A Dance with Dragons, Cersei has two. So that's less chapters Jeez. than Ned Stark has in one book. She has in two, and they're so spread out. And it's like, she appears you know, in a lot of stuff, but it's hard for it. This is all POV. So you can't. You can't credit her for the things that happen in other people's chapters. Yeah, and, and just a, a quick sidebar here, because this is a fascinating conversation. We've never done this before. We've we've never looked at no. these before, but you've actually made me think of something. It's like almost the way in which he, and this is probably obvious to a lot of people, but like the way in which he, he sort of makes you hate a character in the beginning without a POV. And then once yes. you give them a POV, we start to go, hmm, okay, they got a lot going on. They're dealing with a lot because we're in their mind thinking about the stuff they're thinking about. Genius. Just genius. Well, that's what's so interesting. I think we can move on to him. Uh, yeah. Tyrion. Because when when you first meet Tyrion, you've met this like one of the first things you know. We first meet these Lannister people, and it's like, okay, something's up, something's weird. We're hearing all these backstory things, but then Tyrion seems to be an okay guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure he does. I and I think he has. The, I don't know if I have a full. I don't have a full breakdown. Tyrion but, probably Tyrion might have the most chapters um, of anyone. I think he does. Yeah, I think he's he's got to be up there at the top because Tyrion has nine in a Game of Thrones. Um, 11 in, oh, sorry, sorry. Then, uh, Tyrion has 15 in a clash of Kings. He's definitely number one. Um, yeah, he, ha he then has, let's see. He has 11 in storm of swords. He, uh, Tyrion has no chapters in a feast for crows. Okay. Um, and then he has 12 in Dance of Dragons because it's like, you know, split. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know. To, to, he's a goat for me, you know, just just in, in terms of stuff that we that that's revealed. Right. And obviously, especially so yeah, just since all the stuff. I mean, I, I so mix up Cersei conversations, you know, like thinking those are points of view because she hurt. There's so much dialogue in those with Tyrion and then Jamie and Tywin, like you said. So, right. Yeah, the only place you really start to lose some is some some early stuff. You get some Catelyn chapters that are that have Tyrion in them, and then um, as you then like the second book, some of the the second and third book, um, some of like the Sansa stuff that's at court is really a Tyrion chapter, or it's like a Sansa chapter, but Tyrion appears in it. Um, but Tyrion is he's so important across the board. Every time you see him, I I have him right now. I, I don't know. I think you could actually probably put him above Bran. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Tyrion, Tyrion's our number one I right think, now. Yeah. The, the cool thing about Bran is the big mystic sort of stuff or whatever, but Tyrion is in everything. 
he is in right. the thick of everything. So I feel like yeah. it's, it's hard. And Bran to... is also a kid. And so you have to sort of view some things through his eyes. Right. Right. Um, okay. Uh, continuing on. Let's do uh, Sam Tarly. Okay. Um, wow. So it's so, a uh, feast for crows is what I'm, is what I'm thinking about. Um, yeah, he does. He does not. He no. Uh, Sam gets. He does get. He does get a few chapters. He gets four chapters in a storm of swords. Okay. He then gets five chapters in a feast for crows, and I think that is it. Does he have any oh, really? dance of dragons? No, because I think I think um, it's one of those things where it's like. The way the way feast and dance work is like John has no chapters in a feast. Sam had no chapters in a dance dragons. But I think like if you go and read it, like John one and Sam one of a feast for crows and a dance of dragons, like their each respective chapter. It's like this like when they have that conversation of like I'm sending you, but it's like the only time you really get like you yeah. know, like the same conversation in two. And right. two things, which is which is which is kind of cool. So Sam has about like what eight or nine chapters across two books. Yeah, I think the cool thing with him, I mean, Sam Slayer first. He has ten. Yes, Sam has Sam has ten. He has ten total chapters. He he Matt he has the Horn of Winter. Okay, he he freaking he was talking to does me. He, does he d- does he get that? Does he get that in his own POV chapter? Is that somebody I'm, else's? It might be somebody else's. But I'm just going over why it's cool. Uh, he you know he is. I see he's at the Citadel now. And again, you know, like that's, 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 the, I feel like he's, he's on the verge of having some nope. even bigger. His, nope, you're right. Yeah. His, his first, his first chapter is Sam the Slayer. It's the first thing he does in his own chapter. It's crazy. They go back. He meets up to, he meets up with Gilly says, Hey, we're leaving. We get <laughs> cold hands. I mean, Sam's chapters. Then we're, then we travel on the boat over. I'll, I'll put him in that. hype. I, mean, I would say hype, man. He's got to be. Because yeah. I mean, I would have him in the back of hype. Yeah, because I'm just looking at like the there's so many cool things that happen, like you said, in his point of views that um, maybe maybe kind of trump uh, some of the stuff that happens with Brienne or Theon. I know people like, yeah, um, right. I think also there is some merit to having like because some people get spread out and then they miss a book and so you kind of forget about them. Like with Bran and John aren't in a whole book, like. Yeah. That kind of dings them a little bit, you know, and some people it's like their POV. They have one chapter here. Then you go like 20 chapters. You don't see them again. I think that 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 should that should count as a ding. That's only fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. OK, let's do uh, Sansa. Well, um, yeah, her arc is, is really like, you know, where she's at in the veil and where, where she ends up there is, is really cool. Now, does that switch, though? She's let me think here, because in, in a storm of swords, she has seven chapters. You right and she's yes. got eight in clash and then she six. has she has six but to be fair some of her especially in a game of thrones a lot of her chap a lot of her appearances are in ned and aria chapters then some of her stuff in storm of swords is really Tyrion chapters but a lot of the stuff with cersei and joffrey is all told through us through sansa's eyes in clash kings Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I totally just got mixed up that uh, Cersei didn't have a chapter during during the battle, and it was Sansa, right? Who was it's, you know what I mean? A lot of a lot of that, yeah, a lot of that through Sansa, which is actually really cool because like Sansa's the one who starts singing and all this stuff, and Cersei's kind of sitting over there like drunk and like she she feels like she's just 
you know, looking at everyone like we're all going to die. And so you actually get it through Sansa. That's such a really cool chapter. Um, so then Sansa, right, her chapters actually change, right, to Elaine. So... Yeah, so she has. Let me look here real quick. So in Feast, in Feast, she has one Sansa chapter, and then there's right. two Elaine chapters. Elaine. Yeah. And then does she have any Dance with Dragons? I don't think so. No, uh, I don't think we just mentioned, but she's not like she's once not in Dawn chapter. She's mentioned, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think her. I think her start. I actually think she's way more interesting in POV before she goes to, uh, mm -hmm. the Vale. I mean, it would, and then she's just kind of hanging out. Although I think, do I do think we see her? her it's her chapter where Littlefinger boots. Yeah. What's your name out the moon door? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you know, that's that's what I'm realizing is is really cool. Like when we were talking about Cerberus and Selmy earlier, and I'm like, well, he's just really a companion. He's a lens uh, to, to add historical context to to Danny. So like Sansa right now is this is this other again just a um, a lens that we're looking through, and really we're seeing. We saw Cersei, like we saw so much with Sansa, and we see how it's changing and, and, and evolving her, and, and she's growing, right? She's this going through huge growth. But yeah, she's seeing Baelish, she's seeing Littlefinger. Right. Um, I mean, she's seeing some some pretty awful stuff, and we see that through her lens, which makes me kind of forget her a little bit and more think about the characters that are in like she's a witness. It feels like she's a witness to right. so many things. But yeah, but I don't know. We do see a lot of things. We do see a lot of things through her eyes and her perspective. I mean, and it's all horrible. Yeah, like, she's a, yeah, she's a witness to all terrible stuff. She, well, and she's a victim of terrible stuff. And yeah. we do see that in her eyes. Like when Joffrey makes her look at Ned Stark's head and she's considering pushing Joffrey off the edge. Right. And stuff. So for me, I Sansa is either like. I would def I would put her above Cersei and Jamie. She's either bottom of goats because Arya just has way more stuff. And mm -hmm. it's like a sort of better storyline that's like Arya focused, where you see it through her eyes. Um, she's either bottom of goat tier or top of hype tier. And knowing who we have left, I feel like Sansa, who I actually love as a character, um, top hype. I top hype. Okay. I want to put her higher, but I feel like in fairness can i sh i would i feel like in fairness i feel like she is top hype which is oh, you know b tier yeah let, let, me, let me just say i think uh, you know too we're again this is this is our kind of you know matt and i talking this this, this is through. their pov right it's, it's their pov and then what do we think is cool like a cool reveal in that pov see i kind of prioritize the magical element so anytime that happens i'm like oh yeah just just up it but if you're into the political stuff and the baelish and the back you know all the backstabbing and the horror stuff sansa would be your your goat so i'm right. kind of with if people want to go either way on that i it depends on what you like coming out of those she'll points. finish she'll finish in goat tier yeah yeah when oh yeah get, when, sure. the, when the series finish she'll she'll be in goat tier oh yeah I'm with you. On yeah, that. This is just as of where we're where we where we stand right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, which leaves two left. Let's do let's do John and then Daenerys. So John Snow. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't even know uh, that we have to go into it very much, but it's obviously goat tier. Obviously, uh, goat tier. <laughs> the real question is the real question is where. Yeah, because man, I mean, we know Daenerys is goat tier too. We might as well just go ahead and say it. Yeah, they're both Cause now because now it's really about organizing the goat, the tier. goat, the goat, the goat tier. 
Right. Right. Because um, see, see, Danny has she carries the whole Essos, you know, plot line on her back. I mean, by by again, you have companion pieces. You've got like you've got other people going out to see her and, and cool stuff happening there. But, man, it's all her. So she's at least it, it for the beginning, but it picks up. It yeah. picks up once she once you get once she gets. Actually, I think she's. I think her chains are broken a little bit because <laughs> the first book is so much about Cal Drogo. Yeah. Um, and then when she has the dragons and she's walking around, it sort of picks up a bit. And then Barristan comes over, and then Tyrion, and that helps a little bit amplify Essos. Um, I would put Danny. I'd probably have Danny as my third best POV. Okay. Because, because there's advantages to her story and there are disadvantages to her story. The advantage is doing a POV only read. Danny's actually probably the best because her story is so self-contained. The problem Mm -hmm. with it in the rest of the chapters is sometimes it feels lost and out there and her chapters are absurdly long compared to the chapters around it. And so it's like, you're just marching along and it's like Rawl in Westeros. And then he hit a Danny chapter and it's like, okay, we just went through like five chapters that were like 20 minutes long. And now we have one that's like an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes just because of the way he organizes the chapters, it actually hurts her a little bit where she would actually benefit from two chapters that are shorter than one mega chapter because it ends up making it feel more out of place in 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 the story. But having said that, the plus side is it's all awesome stuff that's happening. There's like never a dull moment in a Danny chapter. Mm-hmm. Um Everything feels grand and epic. And I love that you get her inner monologue the entire time. She is the star of all of her chapters, even when there's other players there. Like she is always the star Mm -hmm. of her chapters. There's mysticism and like political drama. Right. Yep. No, I'm with you. She's got to be in the top three, if not, you know, like you said, like two or three or whatever. So uh, I'm the only reason I would ding her below. Tyrion is because she's like the only thing in Essos and it feels lost sometimes when you're reading the book start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. What's interesting too is a lot of these ones at the top are ones that kind of you can do a really good point of view read on their own and they kind of oh, really, absolutely. You know, stand because John, I would move John further over at like three well, or something, you know. I I I too for me. For me, John's yeah. my number one, but this is a list okay. for you and I. This is this is our list. You and I are deciding. Yeah. It's not just me here. I would say for me, John is the. If I'm going to go back and read anybody's point of view, start to finish, it's John's. Okay, and he's actually the most recent one that. I, so the two that I've done most recently were literally Danny and then John, and I I thoroughly and I want to go back and forth and do them again because they're, they're that good. So to me, they almost might be you know it might be Tyrion, and then you could either go John Danny. So you would have or, Tyrion at number one. Oh, yeah, I think I would have Tyrion at number one because I feel like if you can go. Th- yeah, because if, if you go through the whole. It's crazy, but like he has so many chapters, you could you could, you could just read Tyrion's story. I know where you're going. You can yeah, read Tyrion's like, oh, story alone and you could pretty much get the entire story. 
you kind of understand what's going on with everybody and you're you're introduced to so many different characters like Arya goes off on her own and does something that you're kind of like okay this is cool and is going to go somewhere but she's on a side quest right now but an right. epic side quest you know um yeah and also i mean Bran... Tyrion go Tyrion goes to essos and he, yeah. you still you still don't <laughs> feel like you've missed a beat i mean cheesy cow dude like like i again he is he's so diverse because when he's over there we're, we're, we're talking about young Griff and John Connington and I'm going like oh yeah that's still through his lens like he sees so many different players that Danny sees then we know where he's going to go you know in regards to he's right there with Danny I mean he's it's those two are so close and it's like John is still over uh, you know, like at, at the at the wall but but Tyrion is now caught up to where Danny is so those are like it's fascinating that's almost gone yeah. full circle you know, yeah, they have this other one here, which I'm just going to put in solids. And I think we can count that as prologues and epilogues, which are all freaking sick, but they're yeah. all only one chapter. I could put it in hype, but there's only, you know, it's like one per book. And but they do set the stage and they're freaking all awesome. Yeah. It's cool. um, so, OK, so now let's now let's take our look at our list. So from start to finish, uh, we have in the goat tier, which is greatest of all time, right? Or a tier. We have Tyrion at number one, John at number two, Danny at number three, Bran at four, Arya at five, and Ned Stark at six. Ned Stark who only appears in one book, but I feel like he's it's just it's just too mm -hmm. it's like too important. Right. Then you move down to the hype tier, which would be like B, right? Mm -hmm. Um, still sick. We're calling it hype. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's hype, Absolutely. it's sweet. Yeah. Um, hype tier. Sansa, Cersei, Jamie, Sam. The solid tier, right? Which or C tier is Catelyn, Brienne, Davos, um, Theon, and then the prologues and epilogues. Mm -hmm. The meh tier, which would be D tier, which is below average. Not saying any of these are awful. None of these are awful. No, no. Um, uh, we have Barristan, Vic, uh, Barristan, Selmy, Victorian, uh, Asha, or Yara for you show mm -hmm. watchers, right? Uh, John Connington, Ariane Martel, and Melisandre, who has one chapter. Um, yeah. And ugh, not another one, or F tier, mm. um, which is Aaron Dampere, Arya Hota, Quentin Martel, and Ares Oakhart. Well, I like Did it. we miss anybody? We might have, dude, because I was, I don't know if this, like, I was looking at this tier maker thing and I was going through dance. There are so many flipping chapters with different names. <laughs> And, All right. Uh, no, I don't think we did. I'm looking I don't at think it here we did either, but I don't think I don't I don't think we did. Yeah. So you have let me yeah, yeah. Um yeah, because we, we counted the prologues and, and epilogues all as one thing. So those don't count, right. you know. So um yeah. any anything now that we've got our list here, you think you'd shift around now that you can sort of see it start to finish. The only thing I really like, so I really like the Davos chapters. And the only thing when, when you were th showing that up there is that I, for me, like Brienne just kind of, her chapters just kind of drag and I don't really, they just seem long to me. I'm and, fine with that. You know, I, I just feel like Davos is a little bit more exciting. That's all. I just well, like, yeah, I know there's I more, feel... there, there's more Brienne chapters though. Right. I think there, there are more, I think I'm with you though, because like at the end, the end of Davos is, the end of Davos is well, we're gonna go get Rick and Stark and we get the stuff with Lyman Manderley, which yeah, is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's and yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there's just more mystery. There's something going on. I mean, Brienne's is really cool. It's just this hedge, it's almost like feels really hedge nighty, real fantasy, real just kind of like gonna go right. uh rescue a maiden, which is cool. Yeah, really. The only person I feel like I'm looking at this list now who got dis who got dinged the most um cool. is cat is Catelyn Stark. 
Yeah. Just like she gets dinged the most because I think if, if I just think about this without looking at this, I would be like, oh, she'd have to be towards the top. But when you really break it down, so much of her chapters, the, sh the perspective, like the focus is on somebody else almost mm -hmm. always. Right, right. Yeah. This the, it, honestly, man, I've learned a lot from this. This is like fascinating because to think about how other characters are shown or, or depicted or whatever through other characters, th through the point of view character. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really just kind of uh, been eye opening. So, yeah. And so I think, yeah, this is now remember again, this is not our viewpoint of who's our favorite character because then the list would be totally, right, no. totally swapped around. Right. Davos would be like towards the top. Right. Uh, <laughs> as would Barristan sell me. Um, even Melisandre, right? But just specifically, sort of as a POV read. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Freaking Aries Okar getting a point of view. Why? You know? Good God. Like Aries yeah. Okar getting that one Knight of the King's Guard, you know, getting his getting his chapter. It's it's wild. Um interesting. Awesome. Well, this is a lot of fun, Ez. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was good. And I actually like our list there. I actually like uh who we have in the goat tier. I think it was pretty good. I think we're spot on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hey, we're, 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 I want to do more of these because I just think I just think they're just kind of fun to pop in uh and do every now and then, right? Some of these rankings and stuff like that. So you get to talk about the series as a broader but oh, but hey guys, shoot us an email at btkcast gmail.com. Leave us a comment on YouTube, message us on Twitter, any of that stuff, and let us know. Where do you rank people? Who's your favorite character to reread? Who would who's your favorite POV character? Any of that stuff. Be sure to check out any of our extended content on Apple Premium or Patreon, guys. And as always, remember that winter is coming.